This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. It's time once again for the Saturday Quiz. My name is John Leary, and as you probably know already, my job on this podcast is to ask the questions from the quiz found in the Saturday paper, and it's up to my guests to come up with the correct answers. Now, I usually only have two guests on this show, but for these guys, I always make an exception. They're a comedy musical trio who you might know from television, radio, podcasting, or their many live gigs all across the country. You can catch them at the upcoming Melbourne International Comedy Festival, which will be their 25th appearance. Welcome to the show, Scott, Yon and Gatesy, collectively known as Tripod. Hello, Johnny. Johnny. That intro was both uplifting and depressing all at the same time. (laughs) Why depressing? Well, Jesus, 25 years. 25 years. I I think last time you were on the show, we talked about you being veterans. Veterans is (laughs) is a nice word. Do you know yeah, what, though? Yeah. We stuffed up because we did a show about 10 years ago about being old. We did a show uh, all about turning 40, and our support act did a whole show about turning 30. <laughs> mm. It was very odd. That's confronting, yeah, isn't it? I don't think there'll be a show about turning 50. I think we'll all just like look the other way and try and change the subject. Johnny, usually, usually you say you do usually have two people. Well, can I just put my hand up straight away and say I'm worth sort of in terms of trivia and knowledge probably a third of a person. Okay. So, you know, two, two and a third. Yeah, two and a third. Assuming we are a whole person each. People often get confused about how many, how many men we actually add up to. Like often <laughs> after shows, and this happens to all three of us, you'll be standing there by yourself and someone, an audience, someone who just saw the show will come up and say, great show, guys. As if there were three of you. <laughs> like, it's just confusing to you people. You are guys, singular, <laughs> yeah, though, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, you're standing next to a granny and three small children. Well done, guys. They're <laughs> <laughs> not sure if who's in the act. They know you are. <laughs> so they just hedge their bets. That's funny. Weird. Now, on this season of the podcast, I've been asking people, do they have a favourite piece of trivia? Do either of you or... Either. Any of you have a favourite piece of oh, trivia? That's a great question. Well, I like, I was told this one by my teacher in year eight that the expression right hand man comes from the idea that if you imagine a king sitting on their throne and they have a person on either side of them, the most trusted person is the one who's harder to stab. So if you imagine like, Getting in, if you're right-handed, imagine like getting your knife out and like trying to stab the person on the right of you. It's like quite hard. If Whereas oh, the left sort of person, you got to do a big good old swing, and off, and oh. then they're gone. Okay, sure, not bad. Can I suggest one for consideration as trivia that I actually can't verify, but just sort of suspect? Yeah. Well, so this morning I was texting someone because I'm, I'm a bit ill today. I've got I've got a bit of an old school lurgy, an old school right. cold. I like how quick you are to, to make the disclaimer that it's not COVID. It's not COVID. <laughs> Even when we're not in the same room. Remember the common cold? Amazing. Yeah, there's a common, there's, there's a common cold. So I texted him and I said, I've got a lurgy. And when I wrote it down, I realised 
when you write down allergy, it looks like you're writing down the word allergy. Yeah. Oh. I wonder if that's what it comes from. So there you go. That's allergy. One now, I feel like I have recently looked up the origins of the word allergy. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> I really did. But I can't, I now can't remember where, where it's from. Oh, damn. Trivia yeah. fail. Trivia what fail. A dummy. <laughs> <laughs> no. no points, John. Uh, what about you, Gatesy? Do well, you have a. Uh, I, bit of a I, trivia. I get words mixed up a lot, spelling especially. I'm just terrible. I'm just Scott would describe me as lazy, but um, <laughs> I actually now come on, come on. <laughs> I actually have problems, but no, I, I, uh, I agree that you have problems. Uh, yeah, in that, yeah. in that I'm much mild, you know, I'm milder than I used to be. Now I just think you have problems. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was the first to confess that just there, <laughs> but apparently, you know, the, the expression on the lamb has nothing to do with sheep, all right? That's correct. I, yeah. It has nothing to do with sheep. I know, I know. I'm huh. pushing 50 and I'm just finding this out for the first time. I know it has nothing to do with, but I never knew how to spell it. I just assumed oh. it was L-A-M-B, but it's not. No, it's L-A-M. Yeah. Now, see, yeah. no one told me. No, yeah, so I, 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 I suppose if you've never seen it written down, you, you wouldn't know. Yeah, I'll blame everyone else. an interesting else. question. Is the trivia, you know, fact, is the factoid... That lamb is spelt L-A-M mm. or that no one told you? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I mean, interesting piece of trivia. No one ever told me how a word was spelt. Did you know yes. that no one ever told Gatesy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True or false? Someone told Gatesy. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back with the real questions right after this. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined by Jon, Scod, and Gatesy, otherwise known as Tripod. We're going to start with question number one. Here we go. You know how this works. You don't have to buzz in. Oh, we don't buzz in? No, no. You're all on the same team. Oh. Collaborate. Work it out oh. together. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Here we go. Question number one. So, hang on. We have to act like we're a team. Okay. <laughs> act like you. you've I've worked together a bef- I've, before. Uh, I've sort of lost interest. Yeah. <laughs> question number one. The Queensland Premier's first name is Anastasia. Spell her surname. Oh, God. Oh, wow. P. Scott's got a pen and paper there. Yeah. P- I'm going to go with P-A-L to start with. Is everyone happy with that? Yeah. Yes. Do you want to tell me what her surname is and then... Well, it's Palachek, isn't it? How are you pronouncing Pal- it? Palachek, right? I say Palachek. Palaszczuk. Oh, yeah, but right. you're kind of closer in terms of... Um, the spelling. The sp- yeah, the spelling. spelling. Oh, right. Yeah, so that might be more helpful. P-A-L-A... Yes, they're the first four. S. Correct. Z. Correct. I-A-K. No, you've gone mm. off the rails after the Z. <laughs> wow. After the Z. So we've got the Z. Yeah, P-A-L-A-S-Z. Correct. Oh, I-U-K. No, there's no I. Just U-K. Is it just UK? It is not UK. There's We're just going to say letters of the alphabet. Yeah, now. Yeah. There's no, two more letters. Oh, I'm good at that bit. I'm good at that A. <laughs> 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 I 
There's two more letters that you haven't got yet. One of them is a repeated letter. So you have, at the moment, if I'm correct, you have P-A-L-A-S-Z blank blank U-K. Oh, okay. And they are, um, they're both consonants, one of which is a repeated consonant. Shit. Oof. <laughs> Did I mention I don't get letters? <laughs> you did. You no? did mention that. Like, you went from I'm really good at this to <laughs> oh, I'm good at saying the oh, alphabet. No one, uh, okay, no one no, can you... touch me. <laughs> is it S Z C K U K? It's S Z C something. And what? Another consonant? Yeah, one more consonant. So there are four consonants in a row. That's right. Wow. <laughs> and one of them, one of them is a repeated one. Is it another S? No, it's the other one. Z. It's not a Z. Yeah, it's a Z. It's a Z. Double Z. Oh, my God. The four in a row are S-Z-C-Z. S-Z-C-Z. That's the winner. So P-A-L-A-S-Z-C-Z-U-K. Palaszczuk. Wow. I wonder people can't agree on the pronunciation of it. Absolutely. Well, sorry, Anastasia. Well done. You got very close there, I reckon. That's, you know, that's at least half a point. I don't care about points. We're a team. No, exactly. All right, question number two. In the children's books and film, what colour is a big dog named Clifford? Red. He is red. I was still on a spelling jag. I got my pen and paper out and wrote down red. <laughs> you don't have to write down your answers. Do you know who wrote, who created and wrote the books? Clifford the Big Red Dog? No? No. His name is Norman Bridwell, first published in 1963. There are 80 books in the series, including Clifford Goes to Kindergarten and Clifford Celebrates Hanukkah, which were both published posthumously. You think by about book 60, it started to feel like a bit of an albatross? Like at some point, is he kind of trying to get his elbows out and say, you know, I really want to write an erotic thriller? He probably did. And people are like, no, just stick to the big red dog, mate. (laughs) All right. Question three. True or false? Here you go. 50-50. The easternmost point of mainland New Zealand is further east than the easternmost point of mainland Russia. Ooh. True or false? Ooh. But how do you define further east? Because it just keeps going around in a circle. Um, well, you know. <laughs> I think that's a separate factoid, Jon. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's more east? I know what you think you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they are fixed points on the on the globe that is Earth, and one of them is further, more to the right than the other one. I if would, you're looking, yeah. at, I would love know. to say, uh, yeah, Russia. So that would yeah. that be true. So you you want to say that the easternmost the point of Russia is further east yes. than the easternmost? Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with that. I want to say that just too. because Russia's yeah. been in the news. So you know, sometimes the quiz, the person writing the quiz, is like. He's like, oh, oh, what's going on there? Occurred to them. So that means that your answer would be false, false. Ah, which is correct. Well done. Oh, 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 thank you. Thank you. False. Yeah. Well, that, that became an Abbott and Costello sketch oh, for a minute there. Now, l- let me tell you this. The easternmost point of the main islands of New Zealand is called East Cape. And it's located at the northern end of the Gisborne district of New Zealand's North Island. And it was originally named... Cape East by Captain James Cook, right? Mm. Yep. Now, Cape Dezhnev, which is the easternmost point of mainland Russia, was formally named East Cape by 
Guess who? Same guy. Captain James Cook. No he, way. He got around, didn't, didn't he? Didn't he get around? Didn't he get around? He'd get around. So, yeah, he named both Eastern Capes East Cape or Cape East. I read an extract from his diary or a letter recently in a, oh, yes. in a, book, a book about the exploration of uh, the coast of Australia, which suggested that James, in James Cook's words, any settlement of Australia could only be uh, considered an invasion as the people who already live here, you know, by any definition of law, already own this land. Wow. Goodness. Captain James they, Cook. They ignored that though, didn't they? They sure did. They, did. they, they said, thanks, James. Could you, thanks could you, thanks could you for go finding to... it. Well, That's um, right. For us, but, but uh, yeah, but no other information, thank you. But we don't need, yep, quite, yeah. quite, quite, James. Of course, Russia is even further east because they own the island Big Diomede Island, wow. which is the easternmost point of Russia's territory, and it's located in the Bering Strait, which is to the west of Little Diomede Island, but that's, of course, part of Alaska. Oh. And they are, they're separated oh, yeah. by the international date line. And they, um, those islands are sometimes called Tomorrow Island, which is Big Diomede, and Yesterday Island, which is Little Diomede. What? Of course. Isn't that crazy? Here you go. Oh. I mean, I knew I'd learn something coming on here. <laughs> Thanks, John. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question number four. What other two-word name is more commonly used to describe infectious mononucleosis? An acute infection caused by the Epstein Barr virus. Whoa. Two word Jesus. name. Yeah. The shakes. The shakes. The oozes. No. It's usually called mono in the United oh. States. Mono. Mono. Pink eye. Nuclear Not pink eye. Um, and it, you know, oh, it's glandular fever. It is glandular Bang! fever. Bang! Exactly. Whoa. Yeah. I had that. I had that in um, in in year year, year eight. Yeah, no, I think year, year nine. Just about everybody ends up mm. having it. Yeah. About ninety percent of uh, adults, you know, ha- have what is it? Evidence that they've um, had right. it in their life. Oh, thanks. Ha- well, I don't feel special anymore. Thank You're not you special. Oh well, no. Okay, no. How, great. How long Appreciate did you it. have it? For I reckon stuff? it was. I reckon I took a, sh- a buttload of time off school. Yeah. I reckon it was maybe three months, something like wow. that. So jealous. So jealous. Well, see, I don't know if I had it really badly or if I was just actually really good at sort of uh, leveraging that into, you know, time off school. Like, yeah. I was, maybe that was my skill. I was really yeah. hoping to, to have a real long haul with that and it, and it lasted three freaking weeks. I was uh, so oh, upset. Sorry. Three weeks is pretty long. They, the class wrote a card and everything. Oh, I heard, oh. heard, you, heard you, you're unwell, you know, get through it. I was back at school in a week. Oh. <laughs> it was dumb. It was so dumb. All right, question number five. What does the acronym NATO stand for? North Amer- uh, uh, North Atlantic Treaty Treaty Organization. Is correct. Well done. Wow. Nice collaborative effort there. North Atlantic very, Treaty Organization. It's very non-specific, isn't it? It is a bit. It's a, it's uh, a treaty organization. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, a bit I well, think that's part it of it. It is a treaty value. organization because it the organization implements... The North Atlantic Treaty, which was signed on the 4th of April, 1949. Aha. It was originally only 12 countries, but do you know how many countries it has expanded to? No. Have a crack. Um, 20. 33. More than 20. How many did you say, Jan? 33. 
It is not quite that many. It uh. is 30, 28 European countries and two North American ones. Well, wow. also a lot, lot would have joined after the wall came down, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. A, a lot joined in the, the kind of... Mm. Well, uh, after the Cold War sort mm. of, yeah. you know, mm. ended. I'm so I glad that so glad countries. that Cold War ended. <laughs> so so glad. Yeah, that was stressful, that wasn't was it? Yeah, what time. a stressful time. <laughs> Thank goodness wow. we've seen the end of that. Yes. Yeah. Goodbye, Cold War. <laughs> okay, we're going to take yeah. a quick little break. We'll be right back. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined by Tripod, Jon, Scott, and Gatesy. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. What's our score? Doesn't matter. We're a team. Yeah, no, you're doing very well, <laughs> Scott's though. Scott's having real trouble. He's no, a- I'm good. I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number six. Uh, I'm fairly confident you're going to get this one. Who plays Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy? Christian Bale. It is Christian Bale, you big nerd. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I saw the last one. I saw the, the recent one. How was it? Hanson. Yeah. Oh, the Batman. The oh, yeah, the Batman. Sorry. So I went to the movies to see the Batman, <laughs> and and the casting was good. The script. Oh, um, oh really? No. I'm just. I, I think the age of me. Should I drop the this? No, I'll just drop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably the. That's <laughs> things down. No, just I think I'm just. Uh, I just think I'm. I'm over. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. It's just, I'm done. Done with it. It's just, yeah. uh, you know, so also the last two years, I'm just thinking, I don't even need this kind of escape anymore. It's just, <laughs> and especially so brooding and, oh, look at yeah. me, I'm sad. Oh, God. That's why it's I say really... Lego Batman, the greatest version of Batman. Yeah, I'm telling you. absolutely. <laughs> I'm with you. Will Arnett. <laughs> That's best. my Batman. I want to see a live action of that with, with Will Arnett. <laughs> All right, question number seven. To which brass instrument is the sousaphone most similar? Well, it's kind of a a marching band implement instrument that is probably closest to the tuba, I'm going to say. That is exactly right. It's not even kind of a marching band instrument. It is absolutely the marching band instrument of choice. Oh. <laughs> uh, it, it's it, it kind of wraps around you, though. You sort of get right. into a sousaphone. It, it circles you. Oh. It, it yeah. encircles you. And, and, is uh, that why it replaces the, bell the tuba? The because you, could, you that can't is walk exactly with the tuba. Why. It has to be. Exactly yeah. why. Yeah, the first sousaphone was built by James Welsh Pepper in 1893 at the request of John Sousa, after, which, after whom it's named, because he wanted a lightweight version of the tuba for use in marching bands. Huh. There you go. Well, yeah. yeah. How can we make the tuba more mobile? <laughs> Put wheels on it, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And, uh, no, just just make it a little bit smaller, a little bit lighter. Wow. It's, and then it's, they're now made out of, a lot of them are made out of uh, fiberglass. 
for uh, really? for like you know for lightness for lightness for school bands uh, yeah sure for little kids so little kids yeah, can play them you can get some pretty good plastic trumpets these days too is it you know, really for learning on and stuff yeah. like a vuvuzela is that what they're called you know the ones you at okay, the soccer <laughs> <laughs> now do you know have you guys heard of John Sousa the composer yes, yeah. John Philip Sousa. Is that, is that, is that oh, his middle name? Well done. Yes, it is. Can we get a point for that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Do you, um, what can you tell me about John Philip Sousa? Uh, he wrote very um, brash marching band music, is about as much as I can tell you. He about was John known as the American March King. <gasps> and he's, he's, known, he's probably best known for the tunes Stars and Stripes Forever. Yeah. How does that go? Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Is that the one? Ba 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 ba. Is it really that? Ba 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 No, that's actually the Invincible Eagle. Oh, that's a different one. He's also probably best known to us for the Liberty Bell, which was later used as the theme song of Monty Python's Flying Circus. Ah, of course. There it is. Did he feature in Fleetwood Mac's Tusk at all? Dun, 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 dun. I'm just going to list all the marching band songs. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, well done. The awesome. Sousa phone is like a little tuba. Oh. More music ones, please, John. Yeah. Well, that, I'm afraid that's your only music one. Oh, we're Sorry, on the sport, sport, aren't yeah. we? You're not up to the sport one yeah. yet. There's uh, one before the sport one. Here we go. Question number eight. Reels, R-E-A-L-S, are the principal monetary unit... Of which country? Reals or reals? Oh, I know this. This is, oh, my God. This is tough, this one. It's not Ukraine, Um, is it? Because I feel like I read it recently. That's correct. It is not Ukraine. Okay. Lithuania. You said correct. Reals. Is it Spain? It's not Spain. It's not European. Oh. Oh. Is it Colombia? It is not Colombia, but you're on the right continent. Brazil. It is Brazil. Reels. Hey. Yeah. For reels. What For reels. reels. Wow. Reels are the principal monetary unit of Brazil. All right, question number nine. Here is your sports question. Lydia Ko, Nelly Corda, and Minji Lee are among the top-ranked women's players in which sport? And there's bonus points for naming the countries they represent. Uh, Nelly Corder's an American badminton player, I believe. No, no. Not badminton. You're right. Did you say Nelly Corder is an American? American. Well, you're correct there. She's from the. She represents the United States, but you're incorrect with the uh, sport. With the sport, they all play the same sport. Yes, I think the sport is golf. You are correct in your assumption. Oh. How, what the guys? What guys, the? we do add up to one man. Yeah, I think, <laughs> and I think that the lady with the Chinese-sounding name is Chinese, which is the Chinese-sounding one. Okay, can you read them out again? So you've got Lydia Ko, which is K O. Yeah. Oh, Nelly Corder, we've we've established is yeah. American, and Minji Lee. Minji Lee sounds Chinese to me. It might be a Chinese name, but that is not the country oh. she represents. But what about Ko? Um, Japanese. Again, it might be a Japanese name, but that is not the country that she represents. I mean, I just feel like we're just on a straight shot to some serious like racial profiling now. I think <laughs> you better watch bail this. us out watch of this, this move. One, John. Watch this move. 
Min G Lee is American. No. Oh. <laughs> Incorrect. No, I want, I want you to try another move. I like oh, yeah, that yeah, move. Yeah, that's right. Lydia Ko is Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> no, no. No. He might be. Lydia Ko is not Belgian. She represents a near neighbour to Australia. Is she from Thailand? No, she's a Kiwi. Kiwi. Ah, okay, cool. Lydia Ko, who is third in the world, in the world, is from New Zealand. For golf. Nelly Corder, who is the American, is second, and Minji Lee is ranked fourth in the world, mm. and she wow. is she represents Australia. Australia. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, we're bad. There we're you bad go. People. No, go- bad golf people. is bad. It's bad for the environment. Next. Is it? Oh, okay, cool. All right. You mow the lawns. Because you mow. Okay, and we're up to the final question. Oh, gosh. Here Good. we go. Um, I couldn't handle any more learning. <laughs> well, this won't be learning. This, you will know, you will, all three of you will know this, I reckon. Question number 10. In Roman mythology, who is the god of the sea? Roman. Oh. Ah, uh, Roman. Roman. It's, well... Triton. No, that that's something that he holds in his hand. It's so Poseidon. Poseidon is the Greek. Yeah, that's, that's the Greek, right. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's not, man. It's oh, not. I feel embarrassed. Odin. No, no not Odin. Odin. That's, that's that's Norse. That's Norse. That's the the daddy god in in Norse mythology. I feel like I'm going to be stripped Roman. of my Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> honors. It if seems I don't like know you this will one. be. Yeah. Um, it's one of the big ones. You know this one. Yeah. Poseidon, god of the sea, Roman name is... Come on, brain, you can do it. Merman. <laughs> Mariner. <laughs> the Mariner. <laughs> Namor. Uh, um, Marinara. No. Seaman. No. Seaman. <laughs> Not Seaman. Stop saying Seaman. Um, oh, this is terrible. Oh, dear. Why didn't you just uh, say Greek? <laughs> one of the planets, guys. Oh, no. Okay. Is it Uranus? Is it? No. Neptune. It is oh, Neptune. Now, of course it's Neptune. Of course it's oh. Neptune. Where were you guys on that oh, one? Oh, my where, where, God. Where? I, feel, I always feel so embarrassed. Just in life, just generally. Yeah. I'm just sharing now. Yeah, it was Neptune. Oh, well done. Jesus. But as, it, as you said, the, the Greek version is uh, Poseidon. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. I feel like I've let down my fellow nerds. I feel like I've lost the right to even be called a nerd for not knowing that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you're still nerds. You're still all nerds in my eyes. So thank you. Oh, thank thanks, you. No, mate. no, I I mean it. I mean it. Okay, we're gonna take one more break. We'll be right back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Scott, Jon Gatesy, thanks so much for doing the quiz, guys. Oh, thanks, John. Thank you, Johnny. You did really well. It was a delight oh, having kind. you, you both. Uh, you both, having all three of you. You. <laughs> He's reading off his script. 
<laughs> it was great having you both in. Thank you. Um, no, you did really well. Uh, tell us, how can my listeners come and see your show? I think the best way is go to 3pod.com.au and you can find things there. Find all the things. Yeah, because there's other sh- albums. There, there will be other shows. Your- so... You know, yeah. that'll that'll sort of cover those other shows. Because you're also, I noticed, you're doing a show in Canberra. Yeah, yeah, Canberra in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks, um, got some dates in Tassie later in the year, I believe. Excellent. Um, so it's all starting to arc back up again. But yeah, I really can't wait for the Melbourne season because it's at the Spiegel Tent, so that's always a joy to play. Oh, fantastic! It suits our wow. particular cabaret vibe. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have a title. It's just called Tripod, right? Yeah, well, we tend to kind of like it's not a super concepty thing. It's just us standing in a row doing funny songs. And when we how first... is that different to what you've always done? Well, John, uh... <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> Look, sometimes we do musicals or stories, oh, or no, narrative that is things, true. or sure. things yeah. that have a, a theme. But we didn't sort of expect this one to. But then we kind of put it together, and it sort of does feel. Vaguely coherent. Pretty unsure about stepping on that stage after two years of not. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, it's exciting to be back. And the freaking audience is uh, oh, incredibly right. up for it. Which of course is, they yeah, are. Which is lovely. Of course they are. All right, gentlemen, lovely. thank you so much. Thank you, Johnny. All right. Thanks, John. See you next time. Okay. See you Love next you. Time. That's the Saturday quiz for another week. Thanks for listening. If you've been enjoying this season and you would like to help keep this show on the road, you can do that by clicking the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Every little bit helps and I'm truly grateful to all of you who have already been so generous. Thank you to my guests this week, Scott, Yon and Gatesy, the two and a third men who make up Tripod. In the moment of recording this episode, I couldn't for the life of me remember where I'd come across the origin for the word lurgy, but... It turns out that it was part of my research just a couple of weeks ago for the question about Spike Milligan. He and co-writer Eric Sykes came up with it for an episode of The Goon Show about a highly infectious disease named the dreaded lurgy. Thank you as ever to Cindy McDonald from the Saturday Paper for writing the questions. My name's John Leary and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. <laughs>